really know what's going on over there other than everybody's dumb. The instant you step out of line, you say something that they don't like and they don't like you personally, they're going to use all those pre-existing laws and they're going to use it on you. A woman exposed her male genitalia to women and underage girls. That's what happened. It's pure propaganda and it's super cringe, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's, super, it's super cringe. Eric Butler, and I'm back. Andrew Butler, Karan Butler, James Butler. There's a lot of wow. Butlers. Kar- the school Kar- Butler. Karan, that's a that's a deep cut, though. I don't think that's a that's not a household name. Karan, what did he play for, like, the Clippers or something? Played a lot. He's the Heat. The Heat. Journeyman. NBA journeyman. Yeah. Um, Bryson Gray at the end of that. Bryson Gray in the news recently. Banned from Twitter for calling Elton John gay, it seemed. And then unbanned, thankfully. But uh, your guy, Patriot J, still banned, if you didn't know. I, I honestly didn't know that. I just saw that, <laughs> that little football kid who, who's apparently 12 years old. He looks like he looks like Patriot J. All right. Uh, Patriot J is you know young, what? though, right? He's, what, is he 20, 20? He's super He's young. a lawyer. He's a scientist. He's an astronaut. He probably could be an astronaut. Uh, he got banned for saying the N-word, Eric Butler. What? This is news to me. I'm out of the Twitter sphere, bro. I, I really should get on there, but it's like, dude, I can't spend. I spend enough time on Instagram. It's not even worth like me being mm, on Twitter. That's just fair. Gonna... You want everybody's got their one. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like unless you're some sort of addict. I mean, TikTok's getting banned from everything now, which is good. Well, governments from using it. Trump was right on that one. Um, and uh, it seems like Twitter's rules are basically what? What's funny? Um, well, Trump dropped the big news today, right? You saw it. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. I've got a big update coming. And then it's just <laughs> NFTs for boomers. They don't even call them NFTs. They just call them Trump digital trading cards. hundred bucks each. And then I like the caption. I'll find it. It was um, talking about how it's some of his best moments in office. And then it's just him dressed as a superhero. Him dressed as an astronaut or something. It's crazy. His most important moments in his presidency. Uh, Biden mocks Trump's major NFT announcement. Hopefully there'll be some pictures in there. But uh, I wanted to talk about Twitter more, but I guess we can talk about this first. Got a nice ad here about uh, Ancestry.ca. Isn't it weird? That's um, a scam too, right? Sorry. 23andMe, which is, I think, the same as, like, I mean, it's not Ancestry.ca, but it's your heritage. 23andMe is run by the sister of Susan Voivicki, the CEO of YouTube. So you know they're up to something with that. Are they going to show us any pictures? Oh, yeah, that's the weird. Yeah, there's there's always, you know what? There's always some weird link with, like, the wife or the husband or the son. There's all, dude, it's just an incestuous cesspool of disgusting establishment creatures that are running all of this stuff unfortunately well, if you don't trust um if you don't trust youtube what does this button say about this i had some major announcements the last couple of weeks too inflation is easing wow congratulations i just signed the oh i just signed the respect for marriage act okay <laughs> these important things Brittany griner home so the respect for marriage act is something that means absolutely nothing. It's like, oh, gay marriage is legal now, even though it already was. Brittany Griner, we traded a guy for her instead of the Marine that they had. Gas prices are lower than a year ago. Well, I mean, they were 
still high. 10,000 new high paying jobs in Arizona. Did he do that? What is that for? Do you know? So uh, I believe that's the chip, some sort of chip manufacturing plant, uh, some giant investment. So ironically, maybe ironically is not the word, but um, my place is near this like Air Force base. I can sometimes hear these like fighter jets or F. I don't know. I'm not an expert on that. Anyways, uh, so he showed up in Arizona to do some deal with Doug Ducey before he leaves office and this weird um, chip company. And I believe it's the biggest investment into the state of Arizona of all time. But can you, can you go back to that list for just one second? I just can, is it too late? Do you have, do you have a new tab? too late, but what it, it was uh, Brittany Griner. What was that first one though? It was the inflation easing, right? Yeah. Inflation inflation is, is starting to go down. And that to me, and the same thing with gas prices, and we can mm-hmm. see this. We can see this coming a mile away, right? It's not. It's not groundbreaking stuff. But what they do is they ruin everything. <laughs> yeah. So when they, when they put it back together a little bit, they can say, "Well, well, look, we fixed it." It's it's the same thing, you know. New York, San job Francisco. Numbers. Yeah, it's ex- exactly record so, job numbers after we destroyed them all. Yeah. Oh. The fastest his- historical rise in the economy, economic growth after we destroyed the economy. Yeah, it's really <laughs> pay attention to nothing that's later than three days. I think three days is the maximum people can hold on to anything. And the respect marriage thing, the respect marriage thing. I mean, come on. They have, what do they have? The Equality Act. They are king. They are, I, I guess they wouldn't even accept the term king, but they are masterclass at the euphemisms and the you know just the the way with words that they have with like the respect for marriage act is it's completely yeah. backwards. <laughs> it's, it's just what they do and uh, apparently they're good at it now i think i sent you this um on sunday it's a little bit older now but there was that newsweek article about how joe biden's poll numbers are going up after democrats have a surprisingly a su- they do surprisingly well in the midterms and newsweek wants me to believe that since Joe Biden basically took office and is sinking poll numbers and inflation and crime and the border and all that stuff, that everybody just voted Democrat in the midterms and now we like him again? Does that make sense to anybody? It's weird how I think Republicans do this more than Democrats is they lean on um, poll numbers when they they suit them. And because it's funny that I wrote an article, I think, yesterday about how, or maybe it was today, this uh, group called... Um, please don't, or don't, don't run Joe. I'll bring it up here. Uh, they, there's a group in New Hampshire that's running like ads saying that they don't want Joe Biden to run. <laughs> and then they, and then in that, like I cite poll, recent polls that show that people don't want Trump to run, but even more run, but even more so they don't want Biden to run. They're like, we can't afford to lose. And why do you think just off the top of your head, Eric, why do you think they don't, these Democrats don't want Joe to run? Besides, like, not being able to win in general. What specific well, reasons? I, that's a great question. I don't know, but I don't think it matters because I don't trust them. And I don't think that any of it's on the level anyway. So they, if they actually, if they don't want a Republican, if they're scared of Trump, then they should just sign on to Joe because just like we saw with um, Katie Hobbs here in Arizona, it's like, it's not really going to matter. You're going to get your way. You know what I mean? Like, you're saying... They're they're under the so they want me to believe 
that we're all playing this fair and square and that there's no strange, whether you want to call it rigging or the F word, whatever you want to call it. I'm not even sure what we can <laughs> say anymore, but they Fun. want me to believe that they think that Joe is going to lose fair. That, that ship sailed, bro. I'm sorry. The, the fair and square, I don't know what it's like in Canada, but that ship sailed. It's not going to happen here anymore. It, it, do you think it, the last time a, a Republican won in California was the, the governor, Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Who later, <laughs> you know, two decades later came out and said, screw your freedom. So he wasn't really, <laughs> he wasn't real anyways. But do you think that, do you think that in California or New York, they, they pretend, oh, Zeldin got close. No, no Republican even got close in California. Do you, do we really think? I mean, it's over, bro. Like the the demise. Like we we crossed the Rubicon. I don't want to be like a pessimist, but <laughs> the, it's we're the we're in a war, bro. And the, those those Democrats, those establishment players, they're that, that's a different level, bro. Like I I don't know how to explain it, but we're not playing like oh yeah, we're all just gonna go put our votes in and it's gonna matter. It's done. It's done. Well, the, this group of people I don't have the answer want, to your question. Michael. They don't want Joe Biden to run because he's not progressive enough is what it is. Okay. Um, they said, <laughs> we're, in a, we're in a climate emergency. You're not doing enough. Um, he's actually doing a lot in terms of wrecking the economy for like phantom climate change. I doubt that they're thinking, hey, his policies for climate change aren't actually helping the climate. I doubt they're thinking that. I think he's not. They think he's not doing enough. But what he's doing is trying to crush like oil and gas, and then bring in electric cars on mass, which don't actually help the environment. They hurt it. But, um, and they also abortion rights is something else they mention. And, uh, I think there was one more thing that I can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, Joe's not far left enough basically is what it is. And that's right. the reason why, which I should have known they that say, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I tried to help you, but, uh, they want a progressive populist who won't take, they want Hassan Piker is what they want. Chank's son or nephew or whatever he is if he's actually that i don't know but they want this guy to come in with aoc and be like hey we're not left enough and then they won't then they'll realize that most of the country isn't that far left and it's just people who are in college and below and then when they get out of college realize nothing goes their way like they want it to but they'll try, Eric. They'll try. And that reminds me, I was watching some Shark Tank. We have a Shark Tank 24-7 channel that we watch here. Um, <laughs> surprisingly, I haven't run into too many reruns because I haven't seen like the first 13 seasons, only season 13 or something. It's, it's been going on for a long time, though, right? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, they've been... Shout out Barbara yeah, Corcoran. Leary. I used to work for Corcoran okay. in New York, you know. Nice. Yeah. Shout out Kevin O'Leary for the X FTX scam. But uh, they had this one kid on, and I kid you not, he literally started crying as like a millennial. So he had this app that uh, was supposed to be the ways of airports. So he wanted to, people to be able to see um, how long, you know, lines would be, what stores are in the airport. But he didn't have like it didn't work that way yet. That's just what he wanted it to be. And they're like, you don't have anything to do. Like, you don't have anything to prove prove to us that it works and he starts saying hey just invest in me and i work night and day and blah 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 and basically he expected these people to give him 200 grand or whatever it was to just believe him because he was saying you know we're i'm a hard-working uh young black man and I oh, he was in, black of course yeah, <laughs> and and i believe in everything 
that uh, you know you're supposed to believe in and he was just saying all this stuff and they're just like just because you say all this stuff and say that you work hard doesn't mean that the idea works like you have to prove it before you can ask for like millions of dollars evaluated as millions of dollars and when the last person said he was out he was literally i'm not kidding you went like this oh <sighs> and then turns around and turns around and walks away slowly with his head hanging down and then as soon as they leave they go is that not the epitome of a millennial stereotype and it was really sad and i can only imagine the gen z people will be worse when well, did he have like no. anything to? Sh I mean, he didn't have like a beta. To, like, did he? Have, I mean, he had the app. app. He, okay, he had some. He had the app, and it had like eighty active users per month for O'Hare, Toronto Air International's Pearson, New York, and L.A. I think were the five he had, or no, Atlanta and L.A. So those total like hundreds of millions or a billion travelers a year. But he only had like eighty users. So they're like, what the hell? And he just wanted money for his goodwill and his belief in, you know, everybody should have a chance and equality and everything. And then he cried equity. and then exactly. And you can only imagine these, you know, far left people who don't want Joe Biden. And they're going to be like, well, how come people don't agree with the green new deal? They like the only way they can do these things is through like totalitarianism. And because that's what has to happen right now to get these green and this green energy through. You look at the Netherlands and like, oh, 30 percent um, reduction in nitrogen. So you have to sell us your farm. No debate on it. It's just we're we've agreed to these climate goals and you would just have to do it. So that's the only way they can get this stuff through. But in America, that's it's not as easy as the Netherlands who specialize in the color orange. And <laughs> that's what happened when AOC brings up her, what was it, 2018 now or 2019? I don't remember when she brought up the Green New Deal with Bernie and then nobody liked it. And then her speechwriter, like her, her handler left her, the guy who writes all of her policy. And what has AOC literally done since this guy left her? Absolutely nothing. She sits there, collects her check, somehow gets reelected. I won't bash her for that. She's able to keep her hundred or 200 grand, whatever it is. And then she shows up at like drag queen events and her husband. So here, here's what, what's, stuff. what's weird about AOC is look, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to sit here and just say like, Oh, it, it's all fraudulent or it's all fake or whatever. But <clears throat> I mean, I left New York, what, two years ago, almost three years ago now. Okay. And you might see every once in a while, like, you might see like, okay, I, I remember one time seeing an, an AOC tote bag, right? Like, like even if you drive around Arizona, you see like Trump stuff on the back of, you know, old Trump stuff. Not, I mean, they're probably not signing up for this NFT scam or whatever it is, but like old Trump stuff and like, uh, let's go brand and stuff. So people are like wearing these things on their shoulder. But in New York, you would be, you would be genuinely hard pressed to find uh, uh, an actual AOC, somebody who said, yeah, I went out and voted for AOC because I follow Paul. Like it's something's fishy, bro. Like, like the, the people that support AOC are not active in politics, bro. They, they There's like her. 689,000 people in her district. So I don't know how she's getting, uh, but I think when it comes to like a congressional race in New York, which is, this tiny spot, but it's still got 689,000 people with an average income or medium income of 64 grand per household, 47% Hispanic, 
Um, I'm trying to figure out how many. But I could guarantee votes. maybe maybe this is something that, I don't know who's who's going to pay yeah. for this. But if you spend two days in New York and just ask people if they like AOC, nothing else, just like, or you can ask, do you know who she is and do you like her? I am almost willing to bet that in 2022 or maybe even next year, you would have more, well over 50% of the people that you randomly poll at the subway station say, I don't like this woman. So somehow <laughs> she's coming out with these victories. Well, in 2016, I guess it was the Trump effect. The Democrat incumbent had 138,000 votes. And then... You go to 2018, AOC gets 100,000. The next closest person is 17. And then in 2020, again, more Trump effect, I feel like, 152,000. But last election, the one that just happened, 70,000. She got 60% of the vote as opposed to 71 and 78 in her last one. So first of all, I'm surprised that many people even vote in that. It's like one-sixth or something. They do. I... I I think they do a lot of harvesting, not, not illegal, but they just, you know, it's very easy to go into these giant buildings that how, you know, that have 400, 500 units. And, you know, so, you know, if you, even in Arizona where you have like apartment buildings and stuff, you still, the apartment buildings are much smaller. You have to drive around and go house to house, but there you could spend one day and on, on one block and talk to 2,000 people, basically, you know what I mean? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Democrats. I don't just well, what they did in they got caught doing in Minnesota back in 2020 with the guys going into the buildings and their immigrant families from Somalia and places like that. Um, so they relate to them and they say, we'll give you 20 bucks to fill out your ballot for you. And the guy records it on Snapchat that he's got he's harvesting all these ballots and then nothing happens to them. Of course, they might get fired. I know Project Veritas had a few people get fired for their crimes, but there's no first of all, they say no election f happens alt f4 election stuff happens um they just say that that's funny how they say that every single time there's no such thing as it it's a myth but there's like 20 small cases of it that are national news every time and they just say it doesn't happen for yeah. the strategy like the gavin newsom guy sleeping in his car outside of the 7-eleven with guns pills and and recall ballots oh no that don't <laughs> it's all on the level it's all on the level um which so two things and I don't know what else you had. I don't know if we're winging it. We're doing a little different, I guess a little bit different than usual, but um, you mentioned Project Veritas, so maybe we could talk about that dark, scary clip. That guy? Uh, the, Chica the guy in Chicago, the like dean of students or whatever. Yeah, with the butt plugs and stuff. Yeah, and um, and then... There was another thing that you mentioned in that little segment that I wanted to speak about, and I already Minnesotans, already me. Minnesota, Minnesotans. Project Veritas, AOC, AOC. That was uh, it. No, there's no oh, oh, um, oh, the 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 idea of just saying there's no fraud, right. which reminded me of this rapper now, which is not you know nearly as political as we typically go, but Gunna. We had that little discussion about how. Gunna comes out, he's facing this Rico charges, and then he just comes out and says, oh, no, no, I didn't say anything. I just, they just let me out because they like me. Like, what, bro? Like, you, that, it's that what he did by, by saying that statement, which, of course, his lawyer wrote for him. He, so mm. a lawyer wrote a statement for a rapper to keep the other thugs and real 
like the like not just the rapping criminals, but like the actual <laughs> criminals who aren't rappers to keep them off of his back saying, I did not cooperate. I did not testify. I and it's like, dude, that's not how this works, bro. Like, I mean, so that, won't that stuff be public unless he signs something that like a deal where they agree to not make it public or something. Yeah. So there's a clip. There's another clip floating around on the internet. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's him. I guess he's about to be discharged or something. And the judge is asking him a whole bunch of questions and he just keeps saying, yes, ma'am. And there's like thousands, you know, 50,000 comments or whatever about people going back and forth, whether this is snitching or not, because all he says is yes, ma'am. But every single question is a little bit more telling. So, but the idea that you can't, I mean, I guess it happens no matter what, but so he's supposed to, you know, well, it's tough because are, are you telling on like your friends or is it literally just, you don't want to go to jail. So you're going to say what actually happened. I don't know the case well enough. Obviously this is all about his like credibility. Cause remember Troy Av, he was a rapper that I really liked and he, you wait, hold um, on. You like Troy Av? That's yeah, really funny. Said, That's really like funny. from the 90s. That's hilarious because Troy Ave is like, has become kind of like a running joke. Like he doesn't really get the respect. It's just really funny that like. Okay. Exactly. Because he, <laughs> um, he gave a statement to police when he was in some, I think it was a bowling alley or something. And somebody comes in and just starts shooting people. And he was just like, that had nothing to do with me. Uh, and then he tells the cops what happened. And they're like. You're a snitch. You cooperated with police. And it's like, this guy, he's bad boy records. They're not exactly the, we're going to murder you record label. Oh, was he on bad so boy? I didn't even know he, he, was, he was on bad boy. I believe he was briefly, but he, oh. he still did music with music with them. Maybe it was a trial or something. He had that song, a remix to his song with Mason Diddy. And I was like, okay, I love Mason. It's 2017 or 18. So I'm going to listen to this song. And then he just says some, the weirdest factually inaccurate statements. Like, he says um, 240 on the odometer. Like, no, Mace, that's a spudometer. <laughs> and <laughs> he's driving 240 on the odometer, but it's a spudometer. And uh, he makes these weird like statements like that where they're just like, I don't think you've ever driven a car then, Mace, if you don't know what the difference between an odometer. But I digress. Um, I just don't. If the age old question is snitching actually a bad thing or is it just perpetuating criminality i guess well in, in his case it was just look again it, it doesn't bother me i'm not offended by the snitching i mean he kind of he kind of comes off as sort of i i hate to do this because this is what a lot of people are doing in the comment section but um he's kind of like six nine like he got together with some of thugs because it would help his music career, right? Like if you're if you're from the if you're from the area, but you weren't really affiliated, mm -hmm. and then maybe you kind of get a little SoundCloud buzz, or you know what I mean, and they, they reach out to you, and they might pay for your studio time, or they might pay for a beat for you, or you know what I mean, they might help you out. So now you're affiliated, but you weren't really in that life, and then you go down because you were you got a little too you know you flew a little too close to the sun, and you're like ah. It was them, bro. <laughs> so well, purposely, yeah. No, but but for him to come out and and for his lawyer to write that statement, like I did not do this. It's like, bro, you were facing a RICO charge. We're not talking about 
a little, a little like we're talking about like a re- bro. That's it's gotta they, be like seven years or something, doesn't it? What wait? What do you mean? Like oh, the 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 time that he might they serve. To, they have to prove criminality over a certain amount of time. Yeah, and like all, and and they can take down. So basically, as here's just my conclusion. I don't know. I'm not like super investigated. I'm not like super duper investigating the case. But as I understand it, um, Young Thug is basically the mastermind behind the whole thing, right? So really, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's not only the not only the mastermind behind the the actual gang or or record label. I mean, it's a record label. I don't I don't know them to do any any crime, but he's the one he's the one behind all of it. So if he's basically calling shots for, you know, say 20 or 30 guys and they all switch mm-hmm. on, they all flip on him. Thug can't he can't he can't flip on anybody. He's the end of the line. He That's where the buck stops. So if Gunna was nobody before Thug brought him in, whether, again, I don't know. I just assume it was probably something as much as like paying for a chain so he looks like a rapper or paying for a video shoot. Just doing these little things that might cost twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 that this young kid just doesn't have, right? So Thug is the one at the top. So all of these guys, um, uh, what's the guy's name? Not Lucci. Lucci was his rival. But there was all these, all these like little like small time rappers that, it, that are like, Oh yeah, bro. Thug told us to do it. Je- Jeffrey, Jeffrey, like uh, Je- Jeffrey it's told like, me um, to. Jeffrey told me to. You know, it's like that Simpsons episode where the mob all blames it on Bert once they get caught. Exactly, or, or like, <laughs> or like how uh, Mr. Burns wants to pin it all on a bird. He wants to right. pin it on a can- canary. Canary ember. I mean? <laughs> exactly. I found exactly. the Rico definition. A person must engage in a pet. This is from Justia dot com. Criminal law racketeering influenced in corrupt organizations. A person must engage in a pattern of racketeering activity connected to an enterprise. The law defines 35 offenses as constituting racketeering, including gambling, murder, kidnapping, arson, drug dealing, bribery, mail and wire fraud are included on the list. So a pattern of racketeering connected to an enterprise, which is what reminded me of Sons of Anarchy. They have their motorcycle club and they're trying to convict them of that. Um, at least two pre- to charge under Rico, at least two predicate crimes within 10 years must have been committed through the enterprise. So that's where I was getting the 10 years thing. They got to prove it to happen within 10 years. It also makes me think, Eric, that that's how it's been going on for so long. NWA, by their own movie, which they would have approved, they weren't involved in crime. They were easy. was a weed dealer, but Ice Cube was not. Dr. Dre was a nerd DJ. And then that other guy whose name I forget. Yellow. Um, or something. Ren. Ren, right. He wasn't a criminal either. And then Tupac, drama nerd, wanted to act, wrote poetry. And then he wasn't a criminal. He just gets involved with the real criminals at Death Row Records, which Biggie warned him not to do, by the way. Because and they bailed him out. They, they bailed him out of jail. Suge Knight bailed him out, and which gave is like studio time. Exactly. So they get you, man. The studio time. Know. America, if anyone you offers you studio time, <laughs> you say no. Don't take okay? it. Um, which also reminds me, really quickly, as long as we're on this, like, this weird hip-hop tangent, um, I don't know, maybe you saw it, the Jam Master J documentary on Netflix. No. Who Killed Jam Master J, the DJ for Run DMC, you remember? Um, and Dude, I was watching the... Um, was watching the Netflix documentary. This was like a couple of weeks ago, so I don't. I got I kind of was falling asleep. I'm only ever watching Netflix when I'm falling asleep. But anyway, yeah. um, 
basically they it was almost felt like the opposite like they were trying to make this guy out to be like oh he's just a pillar of the community and he never did anything wrong but on the other end it's like he bit off a little bit more than he could chew he he is in his defense he's you know trying to support a family he's trying to support you know pay rent at the studio he's trying to he actually felt like he was trying to do something good but got in a little too deep and the run dmc checks i guess may have dried up i don't know <laughs> you think that you think they're there you you would think that their uh royalties you know they must have some song that gets played at arenas or in a commercial or something and it wouldn't be a big deal but from what i could gather those just dried up and so now all of a sudden he's he's turned into this drug dealer in queens <laughs> and he gets Crazy. he gets he gets shot and they try to make it seem like he never did anything wrong. And it's like, bro, you just said that he was dealing with one of the biggest, one of the biggest drug dealers. Somebody, we're going to edit this. So I don't know. But so you, somebody could fact check me on this, but basically he got involved with one of the biggest drug dealers in Queens and then later got shot. And then that same drug dealer was also involved in trying to kill 50 cent. Hmm. So it's, it's a very, it's very say allegedly, you know, Allegedly. So it's, I mean, we I don't, don't know look, anything look like Charlie at the at the board trying to connect all these dots. But it's like so you you got in a little too deep. The bills were starting to pile up. You went to dr deal drugs. You you got in too deep in that. Then they shot you. And the very same guy who was accused of shooting you also tried to kill 50 cent in like the same couple years. It was like early 2000s. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know what's going on in the hip hop realm. Maybe we can move on to the Project Veritas stuff. I don't know. Well, 50 Cent must be in the ether because I was going to say before we move on of all the movies I've been watching on Netflix lately, 50 Cent is one with Val Kilmer. I watched it last night. It was just so bad because it was written by 50 Cent. I don't know why, but that was just one of those movies where it's like my head's in my phone the entire time because it's just all that. dialogue. Um, it's on Netflix. And then I've also recently watched Johnny Mnemonic which is Keanu Reeves in the 90s. I suggest you watch that. Gets a little cringe at the end because I won't tell you there's some sort of cybernetic animal that appears, but it's very 90s, but it, it's from like 95. It predicts um, pharmaceutical company running the world. Um, what else did it predict? Transgenders. A whole bunch of stuff it predicts. The only things it doesn't predict is like how people use the internet. It's all like VR is how they predicted it, and they don't have cell phones in it. Uh, everybody's we'll get, the like VR, the VR is coming around soon, right? We're getting yes, there. but they have this weird augmentation thing where it's like anytime you're hacking into something, it's like you you are physically going, well, not physically, virtually going into the program to fight something or move things around to hack it. And like, that's just not how like it's pro people are typing when they act things like it's and or maybe it's not at the highest level. It's not. Maybe you are battling monsters in a poorly rendered 3D realm at the highest point in cybersecurity. Shout out Robert Herjavec. And lastly, another one you should watch is Tom. <laughs> wait, wait, what did Robert Herjavec have to do with it? Did I? He did runs I a cybersecurity firm. Oh, Don't okay, you... okay, all right, okay. I was like, Don't we're going back to Pay attention to the thing? beginning part. All right. Okay, all right. I'm Robert Herjavec runs a cybersecurity <laughs> firm. Um, and the last one is The Firm by Tom Cruise. Never saw it. Early 90s. Better than Tom Cruise one where he creates a prostitution ring out of his house. Tom Cruise one. I don't think that was the name of it. Was it? <laughs> Tom Cruise one? No, I think that was like a it's risky business is the one I'm thinking of where you know yeah. the one where he slides in and for some reason they're running a whorehouse out of their his parents' home and he's like 17 sleeping with these old ladies. 
I still haven't seen Cocktail, but The Firm is on Netflix. I suggest you watch it. It's like classic 90s thriller with a twist, you know? And uh, that's my picks of the week, Eric. Wait, so we just... <laughs> As long mm-hmm. as we're talking about weird, cringy, this I, one I saw about a week ago, it's not from the 90s. <laughs> um, <laughs> shout out Bobby Schmarta. Um, I think it was early 2000s, and I don't know how I got here. Um, it wasn't even on Netflix. It was like some other some other program on my, on my Roku TV, some other weird streaming. Whatever, it's free. Um, Jeepers Creepers. And that's a fine sh- film. The original Justin Long. Yes. Great. Yes. From 2001 or 2002 or something. And then it's they great. actually, sh- they actually show the monster. And then I'm, I'm, I'm no longer invested in the movie. Once I see the monster's face, I'm like, oh, well, well then you don't want to see the second one. The second one is they went full <laughs> early two thousands with a football team on a bus getting caught by the guy. But Eric, if you want to take another leap, there's a third one which makes absolutely no sense. I watched it a couple years ago, and I'll just give you this one tidbit of information. Somebody is firing a 50 cal machine gun, like off the back of a Jeep, at this guy's van, and it is impervious to the bullets. He drives a magic van. That van he has is magic. It just somehow, this old beat-up van is deflecting bullets that are this large and just does no damage to it. So it's a magic van. It was so dumb. The first one's great, though. Well, he's like a demon, though, right? Like he's a supernatural. Yeah, but he, he has a magic van. That's improved. So it's just <laughs> no logic to the movie at all. Well, I I didn't get into those sequels, but I I I mean, you seem to enjoy the first one. I was, like I, I was, I was, I was on the edge of my seat at first. I was like, all right, this is like this. This brings me back. This takes me back to high school or something. You know, like I'm kind of into this, like sort of a I know what you did last summer vibe. And then they show him, and he's like this big demon thing, and I'm like, oh. Well. I've lost interest now. We know what he looks like. We know that you can't kill him. So why am I even watching this anymore? They should have a crossover against Batman. He would have most of the same athletic abilities. The cape, he looks like a bat. He can go up into the air. A lot of spiraling. That would be a good crossover. He should be in Batman movie. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about this New York launches hate and bias prevention unit that I wrote about. Have you heard about this? I have not, but New York, there's a handful of other things that I think we might be able to tie into this. So Kathy Holchel is just running a... Oh, she, speaking I don't know of demons, look at that face, bro. Oh, brutal. Kathy Holchel. Oh, She's sorry. running some sort of like, I don't know what word I can legally say to call it, because everything's allegedly, we don't know what we're talking about. Kickback Kathy? No. She's running this whole, all these programs, they total half a billion dollars for hate and bias and everything. I'll read some of it for you and I'll skip down to the end. Go to theblaze.com or click on my profile on my Twitter or andrewsaystv.com will link you to all my stuff. Um, so effectively, immediately, a hundred million dollars is already available, but they're starting a hate and bias unit. Of course, um, they're tasked with organizing 10 regional councils in new york um as community committees so they're gonna have committees all over the city um and they're going to be of course in charge eric of making educational programming and website campaigns and marketing and stuff so it's all based on diversity equity and inclusion of course um and also they're going to be doing 
community response teams. So the whole leftist dream of having, you know, people who are anti quote unquote anti-racist, which of course are still racist people. They're going to have their own units. And I'll just read for you here with over 96 million dedicated to organizations that are quote at risk of hate crimes and attacks. An additional 10 million will be put towards securing reproductive health centers. So they're putting $10 million to, I don't know if it's security, they don't specify of course for uh, abortion centers and clinics, which reproductive health care centers, like 90% of the stuff is abortions. In addition to, November 2022, they announced $55 million of available funding for community-based organizations to, quote, strengthen measures and protect against hate crimes. So that's in addition to $361 million already made available through state and federal grants. The legislation required mandatory hate crime prevention training for hate crime offenders, along with development of an anti-hate campaign. So they're really, Eric, touching every single, every single inch of, like, the whole scam of you know give us your money and we'll make sure people not are not racist over 500 million dollars of funding available right now for hate and bias initiatives and that comes with 5,000 complaints per year of discrimination to the new york division of human rights so you've got your hate and crime committee they're basically going to act like canada's human rights tribunal because you better believe they're going to be able to find people i promise you they will and they can make people do hate and bias training, so re-education training. They're going to indoctrinate your kids with some community-based learning and uh, advertising initiatives. And then they're going to come to your house, and if somebody calls a hate crime on you, and they're going to have one of their response units, Eric, all for the low, yeah. low price of $500 million in total. Yeah, this is... Um... This is definitely mob tactics, right? Like we saw this, we saw something. This is basically what happened. As I understand, it was a little bit before my time, but in the 90s, you know, I, I was just a little kid. But um, even before uh, OJ, before uh, Rodney <laughs> King, there was the Crown Heights riots. I don't know if you remember that. Um, no. And, and uh, Al Sharpton, it was either Al Sharpton or Jesse Jackson. I always confuse the two. It's incredibly racist, but... Um, <laughs> They would basically, I mean, it was very, it was very similar, look, allegedly, but it was very similar to like what a mob would do. Like, well, we'll wash your windows for $50 a week. And they're like, no, we don't need it. And then of course you break the window. So now, you, you know, you see what I'm saying? So they're going to go around and they're going to tell you that you're going to have to pay this money if we catch you saying the wrong thing. It was a couple years ago under de Blasio that they try to make it illegal to say the word illegal immigrant in a in a certain context. So if you were in a fight with somebody at the bodega and you said, go back, you know, swim back through the river, you illegal immigrant, then that would be illegal. You, you know what I mean? So th this is the obvious, um, this is the obvious next step. This is what we see when, when people get kicked off Twitter and people get kicked off YouTube and censored and all that, this is the, ne the next logical step, right? Is to make hard laws about it. And we also saw, um, how New York is now the weed is going to be legal there and they're all it's all super cool and we love you so much and this is why we're going to make weed legal is because we just want you to have freedom man and then uh, the New Yorker is it uh, not the New Yorker New York magazine sorry same what? there's so many magazines and yeah in um, well because they went viral about a week or two ago when they were 
with with the propaganda campaign of, of why New York is not terrible. Twenty seven reasons mm. to love New York. It's like <laughs> it's it's like, it's the same thing. It's like when Gunna comes out and says, "See, I didn't tell. I just got out because they like me so much, and I was truthful." No, you told, bro. And the reason why you're making this article about why you love New York so much is because it's trash, and people are continuing to flee. Florida's getting, uh, Florida's getting. There was some there was some story a couple months ago about how they were getting thousands of uh, New York license plate trade ins every single day or something. The hmm. the it's it's absolutely hemorrhaging people. But so they wrote this article about um, how New York is making weed equitable. So it's like they think uh, they right they, they really think that. that everybody is so dumb to the point where yeah we're gonna. You know, we're going to give the blacks, we are going to let them run the weed, the weed business, because we know how much they like smoke in the pot. It's like, dude, what is wrong with you people, bro? There's so many, all the, the numbers in the article are spray painted on rats. Number 25. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> rat, rat runs by like his old sports shows, best damn sports show. But um, we've done so many stories on this show about the crappy programs of New York. Remember the one where it's like, we're going to give kids a thousand dollars a month to not commit crimes. Yep. Um, at risk youths. Yep. And then there is Hochul hiring some company. I for, I don't want to say it wrong again. She hired some company that basically, um, spent their stuff, spent their money on the state. It was, um, it was, it was a mask or a respirator company or something. It was, I think a, it was a it testing. Was a, I think it was actually a testing like, company, right? Yeah. Yeah, the testing company. Um, and this this is what they do. And this is why they love. They pretend that they hate Kanye and they hate Kyrie. But as soon as they get one little inkling of something that they can use, right? So we, we can, right? I think it's fair to sort of draw maybe not a straight line, but maybe a little bit of a, a wiggly line from Kyrie, who played for the Brooklyn Nets, of course. Kanye, who's obviously a huge, you know, worldwide superstar. So they can say some things that you don't like. And now all of a sudden, we need more money to fight this, right? Like, uh, the, these Always. big names are, they're they are so mean. If, if we just had $500 million, we could fight the hate. It's like, how does money yeah. fight hate? How does money fight the climate change? It doesn't make any sense. And San Francisco does it too, right? Like, um, Scott Wiener did the same thing. Or not, not the same thing with the at-risk youth, but he offered to pay meth heads to stay clean, which is right. We're going to pay a, a Brooklyn teenager who's skipping school. We're going to pay him money so he doesn't shoot somebody. And we're going to pay a California meth head who, who should probably be in college. We're going to pay him to not go steal everything from, from the grocery store every single day. You know what I mean? So this is, this is exactly what happens. And now on the heels of this, and this is probably happening around because, and this might be something, maybe we could work on a mini doc or something, but and this has probably been happening since before Rona, but I mean, California and New York down to the day, almost oftentimes the week at most a month will do the same exact thing. They pitch that reparations nonsense. New York, uh, California does it. Boom. Next week, New York's like, we're working on reparations for black people. And now, um, with this thing that Holchel's doing, California is, is coming out and they're saying, uh, or San Fran, I think it's San Francisco to be more specific is saying, um, we're we're not we're not going to do traffic stops because that's racist. Uh that's good. As long as they can get something to trend for two two days, they can try to convince people that they they need to spend money on. It. They do with everything, and luckily for them, COVID lasted a really long time, so they were able to make massive amounts of money off of it. But and they're going back guns. on that too, right? In the same week, L.A. County and New York says, "Oh, we recommend you put the mask back on year three. 
Well, there's still 25% of people here are still wearing masks in the grocery store. I mean, it makes no sense. They're handling food. Somebody this morning gets, there's this bagel place by my house that we love. Um, you're going to let this person hand you six bagels with their bare hands. You're going to take it with your bare hands. You're going to then use the debit machine with your bare hands, adjust your mask a couple times. And uh, I guess you're doing the right thing. Saw a Shout girl. Inward bagel lady too. Remember her from, Remember in the inward bagel Karen from a year or two ago who dropped the in bomb at the bagel shop? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you were talking oh, yeah. about bagels and, and just reminded me. And of the that. guy too. Remember the guy who turned out to be like he made scenes all over the place? The really short guy? He was bagel man. Oh, oh, the bagel midget or little per <laughs> was he like a little like a little guy? No, little he was guy. just a short guy. He wasn't an okay. actual midge. But um <laughs> shout out little people. Uh my friend once had a little person accounted that he thought said was awesome um <laughs> now i've lost my train of thought sorry i don't know i just remember the uh, bagel, yeah, Karen bagel guy in new york oh yeah they they make all these stories as long as they trend for a little bit uh ra something racist shooting somewhere to bring guns in and they just say hey we need 500 million dollars for that and the government says okay and people forget about it in a day it's really like they shouldn't just have access to to this much money if they have this much money to just throw around uh reparations um hate and bias prevention units and uh programs giving 17 year olds a thousand dollars a month and say don't commit any crimes or else uh we'll give you no, more crime money pays. probably crime pays they just crime i mean pays did you see uh sav's new video no because uh, she put out the she put out the san francisco thing which i responded right. to and she didn't she big wow, me. Savannah. Yeah, like I trust me. Like, Sav, I don't. Where is she? Do you know where she's from? She, I think she's from L.A. She always wears an L.A. hat. Um, yeah, Dodgers all the time. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I wear Texas. this hat, but I'm not from Detroit. My family's from Detroit. Long story. We've talked about it. It sounds like it's a really diverse and wonderful place. Um, but her latest You're black. <laughs> she's black. <laughs> um, well, I'm Sav, black. She, first of all, you can we could forward this to her. She should reach out to me because I, I mean, not only I am number one, first and foremost, I am the New York city garbage expert. That's my, you know, bread and butter. And use tire expert. All, oh, all sorts of things. homeless person expert. Absolutely. Um, but beside behind New York, it's just because I was a little bit younger and I wasn't really working as hard. I was kind of just like smoking weed and like not, you know, I, I wasn't really being a full blown adult until I got to New York. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I understand San Francisco, bro. Like I went to college there. I had a job there after college before I went to Brooklyn. I understand it. I've seen it go from about like, I don't want to say zero to a hundred because it was always pretty grimy, but it's gone from like a 60 to a hundred. Like it was gross and disgusting. If I could describe some of the things I've seen in San Francisco and we would be demonetized and and probably, I mean, things that you see just in the streets of San Francisco that people walk over and they ignore it. But if you describe it, it would be completely disgusting. Um, so her, one of her new videos is basically, she's talking to a guy who I think might be, he might be kind of like an activist, kind of like a, I, I'm maybe, maybe, maybe she tagged him. Let me see if she tagged him. I vaguely remember seeing some guy. Um, well, she, he, he, she's talking to some guy who, you know, he's tatted up. He's got 
neck tattoos and stuff. So he's not like a traditional, like I wear a tie conservative. He's probably like a dude who maybe had his house broken in one too many times or he owns a business. You know what I mean? Like a guy who's like, dude, I, I love San Francisco, but like, this, but I've, I've reached a, you know what I mean? It's like, I've reached a point, you know, it's like, he's not, he's not like wearing a MAGA hat. He's not a, he's just like, bro, this is insane. And he takes her through, he goes, he goes to one of these little clinics or whatever. And he comes out with a box, bro. He comes out with a box of drug paraphernalia. Nice. Um, little rubber ba- uh, bands to tie off. Little <laughs> yeah, you gotta. Water droppers, um, little foil sheets, little sheets of foil, all completely free to him. Mm-hmm. And, and then he said, and this is the kicker, it's only a 60 second, or maybe it's a 90 second reel, but he says that he asked them. They gave him a box of drug paraphernalia. So basically everything but the dope itself. And he said, hey, do you guys know where I can go to like get some help and try to kick? And they're like, no. <laughs> Whatever, like, man. <laughs> yeah, like all, all we know is like we can give you all this stuff. Take your stuff um, and get out. Yeah, we can. Uh, we, we have Narcan. We'll give you Narcan because as far as I'm concerned, Narcan was the... Narcan was the pharmaceutical of choice for the establishment before the the Rona stuff, right? So the mm. Narcan, they were pushing it as this savior. Everybody should carry it. And you're just thinking like, well, I don't hang out with any junkies. And they're like, yeah, but yeah, you should carry it. It's free, right? Just go well, get it. Like, exactly. So that was what they were doing. And to be honest with you, the Narcan, when, when I did... And I've I've tried to scream about this. I can't. I don't know why I'm not really being able to get the point across. Maybe it's something you can help me. I don't know. You can point me in the right direction. But the Narcan stuff is so dark, bro. Like that was actually the straw that broke the camel's back. When I'm seeing the Narcan ads all over the subway, and it takes me a quick Google search to see that it's run by the, that it's heavily funded, I should say, by the Open Societies Foundation, which of uh, course, huh? That's why I'm like so. So think about it. For this stuff to get on the train ads, to get on billboards, this had to go through the entire system. The MTA, bro, that's a government-run agency. They're getting funded by the federal government. You guys are running these Narcan ads all over saying, just, it's free, go get it. That had to get through Cuomo. That had to get so through so many levels of politician, and that's what they're pushing on you. They're, not, they're never going to say, hey, here's a clinic where you can go get clean. They're going to say, just use this just use this pharmaceutical and keep in mind at that point there was no rona shot that's what they were pushing and then they just shifted gears to the point where you could literally see every single ad that used to say narcan now says covid19 shot you know you should hook up with on that is one lewis brackpool oh something with george soros related oh you add in you add in the matrix somehow and that's going to get on his new network shout out lewis brackpool iconic it's dark, Lizards. bro. Like that. That stuff is. It, again, yeah, it might be. It might be worth uh, like a little thirty-minute documentary or something because it goes. It goes deep. I'm just saying, like his uh, company there, iconic. That's something that they probably wouldn't be afraid to, uh, to point out or just uh, interview you about there. And like I and said, here, and, in- and the last thing about it too is. Mm-hmm. I made I made I think two YouTube videos about it when nobody was watching. I mean, I don't uh, you know full like I don't really have an audience now, but I have more people watching hey. now than I did. <laughs> well, I have more people watching now than I did when I discovered it and tried to put it out. And like, it's so hard to 
it's so hard to get people to take seriously because I remember seeing the signs for Narcan in San Francisco and I didn't think about it at all. I didn't, I didn't bat an eye. I was like, whatever, just in one ear and out the other. And then when you start to see how it took over San Francisco, I went to New York and started to see it take over New York. And then it all starts to fall into place. And you're like, Oh shit. Like this is, this is a, this is a thing, bro. This is a takeover. Like, why else do they want sanctuary cities? Why else do they want the border open? Why else will they not prosecute these drug dealers? Why, why are they letting people just waste away on the sidewalk? Is because that pharmaceutical is profitable for them somehow, some way, in a similar fashion, I believe, as as to why they're forcing the regular people to get the Rona shot. It's 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 dark bro like, I'm they're pushing the flu shot so hard here too like oh, yeah. and that's studies for that and i know you can't talk about any efficacy on youtube but like studies for that it's so low the percentage i have to use wordsmithing around it the <laughs> effectiveness rate of orange juice is so low that they want to sell it to you so bad some for some reason at the same time but you can only get like the the best they've ever gotten like is like 60 percent pulp and it's gone it's it's been as low as 13 or 10 percent pulp uh per depending on the round so it's completely unreliable in how much pulp you get uh, in terms of effectiveness in orange juice that's like um, it reminds me it? of tony soprano when he's like he's like the gabagoo when he gets when when uh what's his wife's name carmella he's like yeah you I don't like this one. And she says, you like pulp. And he's like, I like the one that says some pulp. This says lots of pulp. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's pretty funny. But speaking of Lewis, when he came here, he mentioned that there's no pulp. There's some pulp. There's pulp and extra pulp. He's like, this, what are the so many choices? He was freaked out with the milk. I'm sure you saw that. I did see the milk, milk one. Bags. Wait, so no. Got... Wait, so they don't have the pulp thing. I mean, we have the pulp choices. They don't have choices. <laughs> and we have like four or five choices for everything you guys have a billion and they apparently have none okay well, they don't have malls a... dude they don't the worst thing that he told me he, we go into this british store and he's talking to this british guy he's like oh he's showing him the culture i bruv and they talk about <laughs> how they don't give they don't give each other directions in england they just say go left or right they don't say you know you go north on something you go take this east and then something like that they just say go left or right it's like what happens if you have to go north or south you're just you're telling people a series of left and right turns like no matter the distance a man knows directions is what i'm saying and then they then he had a problem with (laughs) then he had a problem with how houses and buildings on the street are like in a row he's like oh in england they're just sort of wherever they are on the land it's like so there's just no organization. This is why your society can't speak properly. This is why they pronounce ERs where there are no ERs. But I digress, Eric. Um, <laughs> unauthorizedopinions.com, uopod.com, Spotify, iTunes, Google, YouTube, best podcast on Getter ever. And shout out France and the Netherlands. I know I mocked the Netherlands earlier. Big mistake. Um, we charted there, if people saw that. Uh, last month in November, I think a three-week time period or the beginning to the third week of November. Podcast top one hundred in France. Hundred, what was it? Two hundred or something in the Netherlands, or was it the other way around? Like eight, I think I think the Netherlands was higher. It was like eighty-seven or something, eighty-nine or something okay. like that in the Netherlands. I think, yeah. 
I'd have to so. do a lot of scrolling in our message box to to get there. But thanks, people. Keep watching. Um, I want to mention briefly, Elon Musk. Have you seen all this stuff about? Like we mentioned, who was banned, and now somebody was looking for him, and try, and then people were plotting the location of his private jet, and I guess somebody was looking for him, and they like accosted somebody else that wasn't him. And then, so he immediately bans like location tracking, but is it okay for presidents and stuff? I don't know. My point is, is like as horrible as that is this. Oh my God. Anti-censorship and free speech on Twitter is basically just whatever Elon feels like in the moment. Something bad happens to him and he's like, that's banned. So (laughs) Kanye banned, of course, for his, uh, his symbolism which is which was weird and then like obviously that's a complicated issue and then bryson banned for this patriot j banned for that he has his own hate speech thing that he says but last year well not last year yet but in march he said he was a free speech absolutist and basically should be following the law of the constitution and you should just be able to say whatever and that's weird. He's probably talking to Jack Dorsey about that because Jack Dorsey said in a blog post this week that he wants the internet to be literally, you can say anything and it can't get taken down. Nothing gets taken down at all unless the user themselves deletes it. And he doesn't want algorithms. As far as just al- words though, right? Just words. Yeah. So you he can't, cause that- there, there has to, right. We're going to, there's imagery that we can't have, obviously. Well, yeah, they allow a lot of stuff, though. Um, but and even like, in like, algorithms, he just said, like, rank. The only ranking should be, like, in terms of, like, importance of, like, what you like it. So curated to you. And you should be able to have the opportunity to turn that off. And he says he basically gave up. And if he's telling the truth, which he might be, I don't know. It's hard to tell with these people, of course. Then his vision of Twitter is better than Elon's, except he said that he gave up and that Twitter became far too powerful. And when activist people, activists came into the company, he gave up and he let them basically do what they wanted. But Elon doing this whole thing where, you know, mean words aren't allowed and something bad happens to me and now that's not allowed. I wonder if you're allowed to track like the, the flight tracker, which is weird. I mean, I guess for safety of your world leaders, but I just don't like this idea that Elon's got where it's like, I used to say this and now I don't say this. And all of a sudden coming away from absolute free speech is okay. Well, what else is going to be okay? It's basically a Twitter. That's just a slightly right wing version of what it was. We're going to ban people that say mean things that I don't like. We're just going to expose people who are, you know, left wing, I guess, but I don't know. I don't like the direction that it's going already. Yeah. I mean, I guess basically again, as you know, I don't really use Twitter, but it sounds like the only difference that he's so yeah, he's the free speech absolutist that lie detector determined that was a lie. Right. (laughs) But what he's doing, I guess on the plus side is of course, allowing people to at least have some, I mean, this is how low the bar has gotten, right? Is that now you <laughs> yeah. can you can you can dare to dissent a little bit, right? So because before the the left the lefties would just have, I mean, 
I mean, you could literally say, I wouldn't date a trans person, and they'd be like, get him out of here. Like, it's like, well, calm down. And of course, we have this other lady, uh, this weird little activist lady. I know we're running long now, but that little activist lady who got wrecked by Nancy Mace at some hearing or something. Did you right. see that? Yeah. Um, which, of course, nothing will happen, right? Nothing will happen. No. It, well, we're all, all the, and I don't even really like to use the term conservative anymore because it's just more like common sense. Like, I'm not like, I didn't grow up in a conservative household. I'm not like, you know, uh, Reagan 84 or anything, you know, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's very clear that common sense is, is right wing at this point. Like for these, these people to just pretend like, uh, yeah, I mean, of course, like, well, one of, one of my friends sent me this, I don't know if you've seen it. I should have sent it to you uh, again. We were doing a little, little bit different format today, whatever, but, um, another man with like these weird things on his nipples, trying to breastfeed a kid. Nice, it's like these, nice. And it's like, dude, this is demonic, bro. Like, pure, like, this is, I mean, we're, obviously, we're doing our little, like, Civil War thing between the weirdos who want to abduct, kid, uh, abduct kids and the Epsteins and the trannies and all that stuff, the Hollywood mafia. And then, but there's also a bigger, a bigger thing happening throughout the entire world, right? So you, I'm sure you guys are having it as well. And it's probably happening in, uh, over where Lewis is, you know, so we're all doing our own little, like little civil war between common sense and complete insanity. But then it's a, a larger one that we're all dealing with, like, like with the, the Rona stuff where we can all come together and say like, as corny as that sounds, and to be like, dude, chill with these little, these little transportation cards, chill with these little, you know, paperwork, all that stuff. It's just, it, it's just, um, Man, I I don't know, bro. Every day I'm just like, can I under I totally understand why people would rather just be oblivious to it, right? And so there's there's one thing to be said for people who are just stupid and like, oh, I just do whatever they tell me to say versus somebody who's like actively by choice checked out, which I've I'm getting closer to that every single day of just <laughs> checking out. It's like, show me the exit, bro. This is ridiculous. But maybe it'll get better. 2023 is around the corner. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna try to keep the glass half full, you know. Just chill, listen to some jaw rule. Everything will be okay. <laughs> what would uh, I be without my baby? <laughs> yeah, dude. I actually, it's yeah, funny you say that because I um I got into a YouTube a YouTube recommendation of songs that changed the '90s, and I'm like, yes, the '90s ja wasn't perfect. On that? Nobody, no, Jaw Rule was more 2000s, I believe. Yeah, I know. But it's... but um, the '90s wasn't perfect. No time was ever perfect, but at least you can look back and be like, well. Bro, when I was a kid, they, there was nobody. There was no drag queens at school. There, in San Francisco, bro, we're talking about the craziest place, arguably, in the There's entire world. House. And now now it's like, oh, yeah, it's it's normal. Like, of course, pass the butt plugs around in class. Like, of course, that's normal. <laughs> no, bro, that's not normal. I don't care. You're not going to gaslight me into believing that's normal. So um, that's why you would want to ignore it. But I just, you know what I think? And I'll leave it here. Is I think, and this was partly my plan, was to go to my mom's house however off kilter they might be um they've got cable i'm gonna binge watch curb your enthusiasm <laughs> um and just chill and like relax you know post a little bit maybe maybe try to talk to some people you know just like just i don't have to like grind every day you know what i mean i don't have to go to the warehouse i don't i'll, I'll i might be writing articles out just because i will need the change but it's gonna be like a nice little reset and i'll be able to like come back stronger than ever before i hope knock on wood a great reset. Michael J. Fox stomping around. <laughs> Shout out Michael J. Fox. Uopod.com. Report and opine. Andrew says TV.com. Read my ish, dogs. We'll see you guys next time.
Get up, Jordan.